Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Out to Be podcast. It is your host, Katie Zicardi, and on today's episode, we are going to talk about part two of the future of the music industry. Yes, this is my series where I'm giving you my music industry predictions, and I'm really excited for today's episode because it is a good one. It was my birthday yesterday, the time of recording this, so I'm feeling very jazzed up and also a little, like nostalgic kind of you know all those feelings that come up around your birthday um so I just wanted to say before we dive in thank you all so much for listening if you love this podcast if you've been listening this year the all of the years that existed or even if you are a new listener thank you thank you so much I cherish you and it would mean so much to me if you could take a second before we dive in to share this podcast with someone who you think might like it This podcast is for indie musicians and music industry professionals, namely coaches and teachers in the music industry professional realm, (laughs) who are looking to grow their careers and grow themselves. So if you know someone who you think would benefit from this, please do share it. If you can't think of anyone or you feel kind of embarrassed to share it specifically with someone, screenshot it, post it to your stories, you know, tag us at Katie Zaccardi and at out to be podcast to let us know that you're listening. Seriously, it means so, so much to share this with people and get it into the ears of more people who it can benefit. Okay, with that being said, today I'm going to talk about my second prediction, which is the importance of coaches. So on this episode, we're going to talk about the growing importance of coaches. My prediction essentially is that coaches, online music industry based coaches are going to become more and more important. And it's for two reasons. Before I dive into it, I want to give one sort of caveat or uh, or addition just to say that this also speaks to like music industry teachers. I know some people identify differently. Some people like to call themselves teachers, others coaches. Um, I use the word coaches because I do feel like using the word teacher kind of makes it only seem like we're talking about music teachers. So people who teach instruments or people who teach voice um, and that's a very slim part of the market. That is a part of what I'm going to be talking about. So I would just say if that's you or if you're listening or if you just for context, that would be consider. I'm going to consider them coaches is what I mean. I'm going to basically consider that niche as coaches just for the sake of this episode. So I don't have to say coaches and teachers, coaches and teachers every two seconds. So that is uh, one sector of it. But again, the coaching word really encompasses so much more. And let me also explain what I mean by that, because I like to use the word or should I say I like to use the phrase music industry coaches and not everyone resonates with that either. But I want to just explain real quick what I mean by that so that we can know what we're talking about here. So when I use that phrase, I really just use that as a catch all to include any coaches who do anything in the creative or music industry. So for instance, that's going to include, as I said before, music teachers, voice teachers, vocal coaches, etc. It's also going to include coaches who serve musicians and coach them on wellness, branding, social media, writing songs, recording on your own, releasing music, uh, anything, social media, I think I said that, anything else, literally like anything. (laughs) As I said, I said wellness, right? So maybe you teach yoga 
or you teach uh, self-care or you teach time management or you teach the business foundations or you teach any of these things. It doesn't matter what, but you are coaching artists on really any of these things. Confidence, stage presence, personal development, mindset coaching, anything in the realm of the coaching industry, you are coaching something to musicians or creatives because some people I know coach musicians but they also create coach other creative professionals so that's what I mean when I say music industry coaches really again just for the sake of not having to explain myself every time this is a catch-all phrase that I'm going to use when I'm talking about this so my prediction is that music industry coaches are going to become huge. (laughs) I think that this is a breaking industry. So a couple years ago when I was, before I started my business, when I was thinking about it, I was working in music publishing. And uh, a lot of you guys who have been here for a while know my story, but I'll briefly just go over it as it relates to my point here. I was in music publishing. I was feeling really sick. I had migraines, terrible allergies. It was still like healing my adrenals I'll say because my anxiety was so so bad and I was learning to live with it basically and I didn't want to work for myself anymore eventually I came to that conclusion but before I even got there I started to uh, begin a journey of really working on myself and on my own health and with that came into my awareness uh, a fair amount of like wellness-based coaches and um personal development or, or sort of spiritual entrepreneurs and people who were inspiring and who talked on wellness and who talked on personal and spiritual growth. And I would listen in to a bunch of podcasts about it. I would, uh, eventually I started doing a couple courses and stuff like that. And so I was introduced through my health journey to this world of online coaching and online entrepreneurship and sort of like influencers, but obviously we've all known about influencers. It was going a step deeper than that. It was really going into the world of online entrepreneurship, having an online business and serving people online. Obviously at this time as well, I was working with Women Crush Music. And so we were doing uh, some things online. We had a free Facebook group that was basically just like a free membership. I was going hard. It was like my pet project. So I was becoming really, really interested in the online space. And I saw the incredible growth that was happening there in the health world and the personal development world specifically, as well as the online business world in general. So what I mean by that is, There were a lot of people who were becoming health coaches and then a lot of uh, people who were business coaches to help those like health wellness based coaches grow their businesses. So then with that, the whole online business coach um, coaching people to start their businesses was becoming a much bigger niche as well. So those were the two big industries. Basically, you have health and wellness coaches and then business coaches who coach those coaches to grow their businesses. And then the business coaches who help them. So there's a surplus of those two niches. Like I said, I had been interested in this online space. I had started this like Facebook group membership basically. And when I decided that I wanted to quit my job, I thought about going into online coaching. It was a thought I had had. Um, Someone else had brought it up to me as a more tangible idea, sort of encouraging me to do it. And I decided that I was going to go for it. So I joined a program, an accelerator program, that was meant to help me start my business online. And inside of that program, 
again, were a ton of health-based, wellness-based coaches, fitness coaches, a ton of fitness coaches in this program. Now, of course, it had to do a lot with who that coach attracted. And it's not to say that um, music industry coaches didn't exist at this point at all. Obviously, they did. There were tons of people who have been around for years and years already doing this. And um, several new people coming up during this time as well. So it certainly was something that was becoming more uh, relevant. And there were people in the music industry doing it, but not as much and not in this quite as in this new way as I was seeing it happen in the health uh, world. So... I had this in the back of my head this whole time that this is a huge niche. I saw this growing and growing and growing. This online entrepreneurship growing and growing in this health field. And it's only a matter of time I knew that it made its way over to music. Now, technically speaking, the music industry is a little bit smaller than the health industry because I guess the health industry can apply to literally everyone. Obviously, there's different niches within that where the music industry is a little bit more specific (laughs) in terms of people who are actually active in it and would get coach. You do not have as many artists as there are people who want to be healthy in the world. Um, Although maybe you do. I can't speak for that specifically, but I would just imagine the niche for health is a little bit larger than the niche for the music industry. I remember one coach telling me, oh, you might want to focus a lot on referrals because I don't think that you have a really big industry. To that, I said, you are wrong. While we might not have the biggest industry, we definitely have a really, really good sized industry. And there are a ton of indie artists, a ton of industry professionals who want to start their career. And as in most industries now, a ton of people who are tired of not making a lot of money doing something that they hate and want to go full time in music. So where does that leave us? Well, it leaves us in this place where music industry coaches, again, are going to become more and more important. And I haven't even gotten to the juice quite of why. So just like I talked about last week, musicians have to be uh, entrepreneurs or musicpreneurs, whatever you want to call it. So the two big reasons from this also go back to last week's episode. The first is just around the point that labels aren't really signing people as frequently anymore. um, And they're certainly not signing people who don't already have a business built for themselves. So this is the crux of the two points today. Indie labels and publishers are not signing people unless they've already built a business for themselves. So what do we need as people in the music industry in order to do that? First, we need money. (laughs) We need money to be able to support ourselves and to grow our careers, assuming you're an artist, to be able to grow your career to the point where you can potentially get signed, but also just be making money as an artist and sustaining yourself and growing. You also need guidance to be able to know what the hell you're doing to get there. And this is a big thing um, that we're going to, this is what I'm going to start with, but this is a huge thing that I see all the time when people sort of start to get really nervous or even complain about how it sucks that the music industry is the way it is. And it's really, really hard because you wear a million hats as an artist. And it's true. And again, we talked about this a little bit last week, but this is where it doesn't have to be hard because that's where coaches come in. When you are an artist and you are growing your career, 
hiring a coach to teach you the things that you don't know or to guide you through what you need to learn or what you can do to grow and to get more opportunities and to become a better artist, to become a better songwriter, etc. That is the missing key that you need to be able to grow your career in a way that helps it move faster and make it feel not so overwhelming because it really can be overwhelming when you're trying to do it all on your own. So with the expansion, uh, well, let me just say this actually, with the low barrier to entry now, just like we talked about last week, the lower barrier to entry where so many people can become artists and release music, meaning there's more indie artists out there than ever before. And with the need that if you do want to have a successful career, independent or signed, you have to build yourself up to a sustainable money-making place in your career. We know that there is a huge market for artists who need support. If you're an artist, you should be hiring a coach or getting the support that you need and I'll add this as a caveat, you know, this episode we're talking about something specific, but I'll just say that obviously you don't always have to be hiring a coach. I'm not saying just spend your money recklessly, but like you probably will need coach or coaches throughout your career to help you learn what you don't know. Sometimes the right move is going to be hiring an assistant or outsourcing it to someone depending on what project you're working on and what stage you're at in your career. But I would take a guess that at some point you're going to want to take a course or hire a coach or do something that's going to further your education and development in your career. So with that being said, we have a huge market of artists who need coaches. And that's where the coaching industry is going to grow. That's why the coaching industry is going to grow because we have a huge market of coaches who need or of artists, excuse me, who need coaches to grow their careers. As we progress, you're going to see this becoming more and more common. It's still new. It's still new. Now, in the health-based world, it's not new anymore. People are used to investing in this kind of thing. They're used to seeing this kind of thing. They're used to doing it. In the music industry, I think people are kind of used to it, but it's still a little bit new. And especially in the music industry, we run up against a lot of uh, questions a lot of different areas where artists could get support, which makes it feel overwhelming, and a lot of other distractions that they could invest in. For instance, you as an artist, or maybe even as a coach, you've experienced objections or questions from potential clients where they're saying, all right, do I invest in merch? Or my tendency, this is what I see a lot, a lot of people's tendency is to invest in um, getting Uh, equipment, getting equipment, getting their records made, which obviously is important. You've got to get things recorded, but spending all of their money doing that, sometimes even spending money like on a marketing firm without actually having a foundation in their business built. But they might also ask themselves, you know, what should I invest in? Do I need to be working on my uh, gigging? Do I need to be learning how to launch a Patreon? Do I need to be learning how to run my social media? Like there's so many different areas that you can and often need to master as a musician that it can become overwhelming for artists to figure out which direction to go and where to invest first. So I do think that that's part of the reason why it's been a little bit slower on the uptake. And in addition to that, it's because the music industry has been shifting and changing 
pretty much since like uh, 2005. <laughs> well, really even earlier than that. But, uh, you know, for the last like 10 years or so, it's been changing really, really heavily and 15 years even. Um, so we're still like slowly moving through that. And I think that we are about to enter this new age where we really embrace the online space and we put more of an emphasis on it and people get more and more comfortable investing in online coaches. It is coming. I promise you it's coming. This is my prediction and I'm very confident about it. So again, to recap that, artists are going to need to invest in themselves more with coaches. They're going to need to hire more coaches and take more courses because in order to grow their careers, they need to learn what they don't already know. And online coaching is the most accessible and brilliant way to do that. Next, while this is happening, people also need new streams of income to keep themselves afloat and to grow their careers. So of course, you're going to have some coaches like myself who are full time doing the coaching thing, who are fully focused on being coaches and coach artists and artists hire them. And that's that. And maybe you are a full-time coach or you want to be a full-time coach or teacher and you feel really good about that. But a lot of people are going to be hybrids and they're going to have multiple streams of income in the sense that they are an artist and they are a coach. So the second reason why I think that this prediction is so powerful is because there's, there's two really, really potent reasons why this is going to be necessary. The first is because artists need to learn what they don't know and they need they'll hire coaches. And the second is because artists need to sustain themselves financially in order to grow their careers. And so a side hustle of coaching is a great way to do that. I don't love the word side hustle, but I just use it there to really illustrate how it's kind of fitting into this scope. Um, but I'm going to call it from now on it just an additional stream of income, and, you know, or an additional side business, we can call it. So while you're building your artist career, you're also wanting to make more money and have more flexibility doing it. So you might start to coach and teach. Now, this one might, as I said, the whole industry is a little slow on the uptake. This side of it might also be a little bit slow on the uptake only because artists really, uh, how should I say this? You need to have a certain level of expertise in order to coach <laughs> and make money doing it. I guess you could pop out of the womb and decide to become a coach or just start your music career and then decide to coach. But if you don't have any experience or proof that you know what you know and that you can get results teaching what you're teaching, nobody's going to hire you. So uh, you can teach voice, you can teach wellness, you can teach skills around building your artist career or telling your story or branding or something that you've mastered as an artist. And if you're teaching one of the latter, if you're teaching a skill that you've learned and mastered as an artist, you have to experience that for yourself before you're able to introduce that as a stream of income and coach on that actual thing, which is why I say it might be a little bit slower on the uptake. However, that being said, um, just like the examples I gave of doing wellness or voice coaching, a lot of people learn that early on, right? Or outside of music like maybe you took voice lessons since you were a kid and you did musical theater since you were a kid and you or even maybe you went to school for that um maybe you've been doing yoga or you've been meditating for a really long time and you're newer to music but you still are gonna coach on wellness or you're still gonna um do yoga for creatives or you're 
going to teach on organizing yourself because you came from an executive assistant background and you're super, super good at organizing the business side of things and you're going to teach that to musicians. So I'm just illustrating a couple different ways here that you still can become a coach uh, for musicians or even just for people outside of the music industry. I mean, you don't really have to coach musicians, but you certainly can (laughs) as it plays into this episode in particular. Um, You can coach people on something that you have a skill or knowledge about in order to have an extra stream of income so that you can have more time and of course have the finances to be able to grow and focus on your music career. This is why it is so important. Artists need coaches and artists will become coaches to fund themselves. And it's, it's a beautiful open web and circle, if you will, because you might be an artist growing your career and thinking, well, how can I need a coach and be a coach? Like I said, maybe you're coaching on something that you are an expert on. Maybe you are an expert on vocal pedagogy, but you're not an expert on social media or getting a fan base or launching a Patreon. Well, you can teach in your power. You can show up in your power and grow a huge career coaching on, you know, your vocal technique, skill, and asset, and also hire coaches to grow the areas of your artist career that you don't know about. Both work together. It's not a one or the other thing. You can totally do both, and that's where we're going to see more and more coaches popping up. So if you don't already have a coach or you're not already a coach, let this episode be some food for thought for how you want to uh, approach the next year. Ask yourself where you could use support to grow your own artist career, knowing that hiring a coach or taking a course or joining um, some sort of group or being taught and having a mentor is going to be one of your most powerful tools to grow your career. Learning from someone who is in the music industry, in the modern music industry, let me let that sit for a second, Uh, in the modern music industry is, is crucial. And just to elaborate on that, here's another reason why I think it's so important and why I think that we're moving into the shift. For a while, as I said, for a while we've been making this transition. I don't know why it's taking so long, but I, I, if I had to just guess, it would probably be that we have a lot of people sitting at the top of the major labels and just at the top of the music industry in general who are really attached to the old ways of the music industry. And they're outdated. Like they, they, they're not in touch with what's really going on. And so to learn from people who are not in it, who are not adapting to the online space, which is very clearly the future. If you've heard people talk about Web3, like we're talking about the future of the world, basically, which is in the online space primarily. It makes things so much more accessible for people and it it is important to adapt as an artist. So by learning from someone who is in that space and keeping tabs on the space and aware of the changes of the music industry in general is going to set you apart from the people who are learning from people who are just not changing their mindset or not keeping up with the times or just from people who are unwilling to go with the times, from people who are unwilling to change or grow in this way, you are setting yourself apart and you don't want to fall behind either. So 
truly, that is why it is so vital. And now you know that you have the opportunity and the ability to hire on help in the most relevant capacity to grow your career. And you also know that if you are thinking about what streams of income you should incorporate into your music career and your music business in the new year, you might consider starting a coaching or teaching side hustle or stream of income or side business to help you make more money. You know, with the with the industry growing and changing, it's worth noting that it definitely is a little bit harder to make money. The, sh- the ways people make money has changed. I'll say that. Because you're not making money from CD sales anymore or vinyl sales. And even in the last couple years, gigs <laughs> is not a lucrative stream of income. Obviously, that's changing a little bit more now and it's a little bit more approachable now. Not everyone has that luxury or that opportunity if you are immunocompromised or your area is just not up and running yet or a lot of venues have closed. While you can gig in person, it's still uh, it's still going to take a little bit for us to get back to a point where a lot of people can make the same income that they were previously making. So considering that and considering the fact that we're not having the traditional streams of income we used to have, instead, CD sales are replaced with streams, which pay us practically nothing. Merch is certainly an option for income, but to be honest, as an indie artist who's just starting out, it's not the most lucrative one because you have to invest money to make money. You have to create merch to get paid for your merch, which means you have to put money up front to make it happen. So it's not always the most lucrative um, or sustainable one for someone who's just starting out of a stream of income. The other streams of income we're really looking at at this point is sync, which is definitely lucrative, but not easiest because you can't guarantee you're going to get placed. Although I do love the power of sync and, and the amount of money that can come from it. And then we're looking at the online space, launching a Patreon or starting to coach or teach. And it's not one or the other, you guys. The point that I'm trying to make here is that it it's going to span the gamut. That's what I'm looking for. It's going to span the gamut. So you can coach and have a Patreon or you can coach and sell merch and do gigs and yada, yada, yada. But you do want to focus on building up one thing at a time so that you can get one stream of income running before you introduce another. And so for if you're going to try to start with, you know, selling merch or you're going to start with doing gigs, but gigs aren't really happening in your area, it just might not make the most sense. It might not be the most lucrative for you. So I want you to think really carefully about what is going to make you the most money, give you the most freedom and time in your business so that you can focus on what you really want to do. Of course, coaching or teaching is is time heavy. It's not like you set it up and then you don't spend any time doing it. It is going to take up some of your time. But if you are able to do that and make money doing that so that you can quit your job or take a part-time job and spread out your time a little bit more in a way that works better for you and give yourself more flexibility, that will also allow you to put more time back into your music business. And if you are someone who wants to make a full-time living with coaching, Of course, I'm all for that as well. I was able to do it relatively quickly within six months of starting my business and it has been 
and a blessing. <laughs> it's not always easy, but I love my job and I'm so happy that I get to do this full time. So whether you're thinking about doing full time or part time, it's definitely something I highly recommend you consider because the need for coaches is growing. The the market is there. And the sooner you can get in on this, the more quickly you can build traction, capitalize on your market and your specific niche and make an impact and make a name for yourself in this industry, in this online space before it does start to get really, really saturated. Okay, so that's today's episode. Let me know your thoughts over on Instagram. Let me know if you agree with me or not, or if you've thought about coaching, if you've hired coaches, and what you think about the fact that coaching is going to become and is already becoming more and more relevant in the online music industry. Well, in the music industry in general. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. Like I said, let me know over on Instagram at Katie Zaccardi and out at out to be podcast. And I will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for listening to the out to be podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. And if you haven't already rate and review it on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts, that really helps us spread the message and get this podcast out to even more women in music. For more information on coaching services, head to katiezacardi.com. See you next week.